Hello, everyone, and welcome to Season 2 of the World with Nate podcast. This podcast was created to shed light on some of the stories and lessons that we accrue during our time here. My hope is that those stories will bring us all together in this thing that we all call life. My hope for this podcast episode is that you find it both enlightening and enjoyable. So, sit back and relax. I want you to enjoy the ride. Special thanks to my friend Buck Kurt of Hawkeye Storage and Consulting for helping me bring Season 2 of The World with Nate to YouTube. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Today I'm coming live from the field of dreams with my buddy Brett. Brett, high school buddy, he decided to help me out, and now I roped him into doing this podcast. So, Brett, thanks for being with us today. No problem. Yeah, the field of dreams in Dyersville. Growing up, the field of dreams wasn't quite what it is today. As you can see behind us, it's been built up. The town of Dyersville has spent a lot of money making this a uh, passionate thing for people to come and visit. And today, we're doing a broadcast event for healthcare heroes and people that were affected by childhood cancer. So there's some other stands set up. Willie Ray from Willie Q's Barbecue in Cedar Rapids is supposed to come and make us some awesome food. And then we have some ghost players coming out to play catch. I look forward to speaking with some of the people who are attending the event. Yeah, I haven't been out here in years. <laughs> years. A long time. We bought, so it's like, interesting this, to, to come back and I'm waiting for some players to come out of the corn. Ghost players are supposed to be here to play catch with us today, so we'll be seeing that. Uh, it's, it's really nice, right? It's yeah. built up. Yeah, we got a... Wedding party behind us. Two here. different weddings, I believe, are being played. And there are also some older people that are here crashing weddings. So we're having a great time today. Thanks for joining me right now, Brett. We'll catch you in a little bit. Yeah. Ashley Hall is joining me. I had Ashley on the podcast, The World with Nate, in season two, and we chatted about her son. Ashley, tell me a little about a little bit about your son. Uh, we'll recap, if you will. Sure. So our son James is now two, and in May of 2021, he was diagnosed with Langerhans cell histiocytosis, which um, is short with LCH. You would might have remember that by yep. um, LCH is a cancer-like disease that affects the Langerhans cells, um, which are part of your immune system. So uh, James had a four centimeter tumor that affected his uh, temporal lobe on the left side. And he had a two centimeter tumor on the back of his skull. And um, it's also affected his skin. And he did a year of treatment and at the University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital. And he finished his treatment up in May of 2022, currently um, in remission. Uh, we, yes, um, half Half remission, he does have some of the LCH um, has come back on his skull, uh, which would be the, his skin. So it's kind of like, um, looks like a scab or a cradle cap, which was the initial uh, okay. thing that got us concerned in the first place when he was a baby. So we're just kind of sitting back and waiting to see um, if something else were to come from that, which the next thing would be um, him complaining of pain in, in his bones because it would be a tumor would be showing up somewhere else. So we're in remission kind of, but still kind of in a wait and see. So okay. we follow up every 30 days with our doctor and oncology. And that is down in Iowa, Iowa City? Iowa City, yep. Okay. Said family. 
and we do have some of those heroes with us today. What are we doing here at the Field of Dreams in a cornfield in the middle of Iowa? <laughs> so, you know, the Field of Dreams is a magical place, yes. right? It's the Field of Dreams. If you build it. They will come. Hell yeah. Yes. Yeah, so today we have a level 11, which is the floor for hematology and oncology. At the university. At the University of Stead Family Children's Hospital. They are coming here, the staff, we've got 20-some staff doctors, um, pharmacists, the nursing staff, CNAs, uh, plenty of nursing staff is coming. Um, and then we have families that are in either current or past patients. Okay. They're coming uh, to basically just have a, a meet and greet, I guess you would call it, with other families that are also um, experiencing cancer with their kiddos but the really neat thing is with COVID it's taken away the ability to get together and really rely on support from other people Um, we also have don't see our doctor's whole face so because with COVID everybody's in masks and you know they will be taking precaution today because we're still in the world of COVID but we're outside so we're in a more of a safe environment we're not enclosed and it's really just a chance for everyone to get together. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. But what's really cool about today is if I could share our Dyersville community yeah, has donated money to help the families come and afford to stay for free at a local water park, indoor water park. And I'm super excited and very impressed with the community support that we have because, again, we're in the field of dreams. And if you were to tell somebody from a big city that, Oh, yeah, so-and-so just paid $177 to have some stranger come and stay at a hotel so they could come to the Field of Dreams and just hang out for an afternoon. People probably wouldn't. Wouldn't get it. Yeah, they wouldn't get it. But when you are in the shoes that these families are in, their doctors and staff are saving their kids. And they're amazing people because they didn't like the amount of work that goes into doing that is a lot so this is also like just a way for families to thank the staff for doing this and honor them as well as extended family who don't get to come to appointments because there's a limited amount of people that can come and actually meet these staff so grandma and grandpa can thank the oncologist that's here and their nurses and then we also you know are honoring the kids that have cancer because they're also heroes in in our eyes absolutely um i look at it as they're heroes because they're paving the way and they're teaching these doctors to be able to save the next kid right it's kind of like a baton yep passing the baton on you get to be the hero for the next kid there's someone if they learn just a little bit from your case then or even another family is learning from the symptoms that you had you're helping the next person so everyone's kind of a hero here that's coming today absolutely well thank you for your time i look forward to the event as people can see in the background we got a nice wide shot of the field and the house and all the nostalgia that is the field yes it's super exciting i know a lot of families that are coming we have around 20 plus families that are coming that are super excited and this is the second this is the second year yeah and we're hoping to make it an annual event yes we are hoping to continue to grow this every year Um, we want to just raise awareness you know everyone that's here today um they don't know what's going on and why we're here so we're sharing our stories you're sharing our stories and 
people are just sitting up and coming up and checking things out so we get to spread awareness and we also have a few foundations that were invited um, to share their information so that yeah. if you are a family that's wondering you know what we got a couple extra bucks how can we sponsor or help um, pediatric cancer these foundations directly support our families whether it be financially or fun items that they send each yeah. month you know just to give somebody something to look forward to so in the future I hope that we have a we broaden that that we bring more foundations oh, yeah. out here to kind of share what they do and give people an inspiring way to help support them and we can build a bigger community yes we can oh yeah thanks for chatting Ashley. <laughs> thanks much appreciate it and this is nate hall nate is the husband to ashley who i just spoke with and we had on season two nate welcome to the podcast thanks for having me hell yeah thank you for sitting down and chatting a little bit now your son has been undergoing had been going under undergoing treatment in Iowa City. Yes. Is that stressful on the family having to go down there all the time for treatment? <laughs> yeah. I can imagine being a dad and having to take that down there. You guys split it up often? Um we go to uh all the James appointments together. And actually about the stressful part for us not as bad as some have it yeah our in-laws like a mile away yeah literally help out oh yeah we stay there all the time it's been great hotel rooms and stays have been minimal so we have it pretty good but even though yeah yeah it's it's uh you have your moments but i mean we we do pretty well but but uh it's stressful relying on the community that you've built for yourself yes important yeah that people have been great uh, that way and today we're here, uh, Dyersville, Iowa. Are you a Dyersville native? I can't remember where Yes and no. <laughs> I, right. I mean, I go to school here. I live here now. Yeah. I, I grew up like 20 minutes from here. So, okay. So, yeah. Seeing the field of dreams grow like it has, this is pretty cool for me. What about for you, the n- nostalgia level? Um, Honestly... I just watched the movie like, oh, dang, like three on, weeks dude. ago. I, well, I wish you watched it before you're here, right? Uh, yeah, I seen it. Hell it yeah. was it wasn't too bad. Good. It was a uh, it was a good movie, good flick. I, I'd have to uh, sit and watch it by myself. There was four children in the room, and yeah, you didn't get a proper showing. No, no not at all. And, but, what, uh, and it was a good flick. Yeah. What are we here doing today? Um, it, I think it's a fun day. Uh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you're know. the dad of the group, know. and you're here. Well. This is Ashley's baby, and I tell her that. I just involve me as little as possible. You tell me to do anything, and I'll just do it. Hell yeah. Let's do that. The support role. Yeah, but it's uh, it's a day for uh, family and staff to get together outside of their bubble at the hospital. The rigidity of that hospital. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you get to see people their face isn't covered and they're not wearing their, you know, their work clothes, so to speak. It's... um, it's good to see people outside of uh, the hospital. You know, they they seem more real. Yeah. Than a than a, you know, what am I trying to say? But the, it, the figures that you see in the hospital. Yeah. You get a yeah. It's yeah. It's because it, it's become monotony. Yeah. When you go there, but uh, it, it gives you. It's a kind of a breath of fresh air. Hell yeah. Well, that's all I need from you, Nate. Thank you for sitting down and chatting. I appreciate getting the invite to be here, and I look forward to supporting your family in the future. No problem. Dude. Thank Hell you. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yep. Well, this is a first. This is the first time I've ever covered a wedding ceremony. Yeah. I'm uh, not reverend. 
I have no official training or official capacity as a reverend minister. So this is just commentary. And uh, it's been quite the day here. It's interesting day. Interesting to say the least. We have been here for an event and simultaneously they have planned a wedding to take place. So we've got to experience some of that. The excitement of a young couple getting married and everything that is to do with that. If you can see it in the background right now, they're getting ready to tie the hitch. This place is starting to heat up. There's a ton of people showing up to support this awesome event. We got to speak with some people earlier, uh, some kids that have been affected by cancer, and uh, it's just a really awesome event so far. So we look forward to bringing you some more stories. Yeah, there's a lot of people here that you can't see behind Tons the camera. Behind the camera. We're starting to fill up and... Uh, some of the other vendors just showed up too, so... Looks like it's getting hot. Hello and welcome. Thank you for sitting down with me. Will you please introduce yourself? My name's Shimin Carrington and I'm sitting here with Patty Mueller. And what brings you guys to this awesome event? Um, we're here because Patty is in remission for Wilms tumor. Hell yeah. Will you explain a little bit of that diagnosis to me? Um, I'm not familiar. It is a form of kidney cancer. She had a tumor on her kidney the size of a grapefruit. And now we're in remission. Yes. And where was she treated? She was treated at the University of Iowa. Okay. At Stead? Yes. Awesome. Are you excited to be here, sweetheart? Are you excited to be here? Yeah. Yes. Awesome. And this event is in the second year. Were you guys here last year? No, this is our first year. Awesome. And what do you guys hope to bring from a special event like this? Just awareness for everyone. Um, when we found Patty's tumors, she she was having a tummy ache and um, we didn't know she had it. And I guess just so everybody knows that it can hit, it can hit close to home. We Anyone. never in our dreams would have thought that here we'd be sitting here sharing our story. Yeah, and that was a year ago that we started remission? Uh, yes, a year ago, October. Awesome, hell yeah. Well, we will pray for the continued way forward with this. Yes. And thank you for chatting on the podcast, guys, and I hope you guys have fun today. Yes, awesome. thank you. thank you. Thank you for sitting down with me. Sure. Will you please give me the opportunity? Introduce yourself, please. I'm Erin Connors. And what brings you to this event in Dyersville? Uh, this is my second year here. Um, I am the owner of Aaron Goldsmith Photography. Okay. And so I just come out and take pictures of the event so that everyone has it documented and then give all the pictures to the families or whoever wants them. Very good. And you said this is your second year of doing this? Yeah. Are you a local photographer? Yep. Okay. You live in Dyersville? I live in Dubuque, but I grew okay. up in Dyersville. Awesome. So that's what pulls you back to this area? Yeah. Did you know Ashley Hall prior to this? Yes. So okay. her brother is best friends with my brother. Gotcha. Yeah. That small town community thing. Yeah. It's fun to be able to rely on each other for things like this. Yeah, definitely. Well, I appreciate you taking your time and energy. I know what it takes to produce anything whether that's a picture or a 10-minute audio clip or a video, and it takes work. So thank you so much for volunteering your time and helping make memories here. Of course. Hell yeah, I look forward to seeing you in year three. Yep, I'll be here. Awesome, thank you. Yep. Welcome. Will you please do me the honor of introducing yourself? Yes, my name's Shachira DeGeest. I'm from Des Moines. 
Um, my son Bentley, um, he battled stage three embryonal rhabdomyosarcoma of the brain. And September 1st of last year, um, he took his last breath and gained his angel wings after four months of battling an active treatment. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. I'm thankful that you're here spreading awareness about the issue. Absolutely. I'll never stop. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. I love that attitude. Yeah. Um, what, so how did you find out about this event? Um, so Ashley um, is one of the other family members of Level 11, and it's just really created a um, oh, that's okay. tight-knit group of um, families going through cancer. And uh, another cancer mom, um, she created the Facebook group, and we just kind of have all grown together, and Ashley started this event last year. We were unable to attend, but this year we're here and just ready to, you know, socialize and, yes. yeah. Support and advocate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time. and th You have, a, you have a, a product as well you're working I have with? a nonprofit. It's okay. called the No More Pokes Foundation. It was Bentley's um, last wish um, for children like him battling cancer to have no more pokes. Yes. He received um, almost 400 pokes in his four months of treatment, and it, that was his absolute worst fear. And he overcame it, and he just truly believed that there was something more for children. And we aren't going to give up that um, wish for him. We actually are working with Dr. Dickens, who is one of the oncologists yep. at the University of Iowa, to um, create a bill here in Iowa for genetic testing at birth and um, through the heel poke, and um, adding some gene markers that catch predisposed cancer genes at an earlier stage in an earlier age for treatment so that it's less invasive and children won't have to have as many pokes hell yeah so, i love yeah. what you're putting out there's a whole bunch of other stuff but, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep and that's i just will the share beginning. all of that and thank yeah. you so much for your yeah, time absolutely yes thank awesome. you have a good day you too here we go another guest will you do me the honor of introducing yourself please Yes, I'm Isabel Bennett. Welcome, Isabel. Thank you for chatting with me. And what brings you to this amazing event today? So I am here with the University of Iowa Dance Marathon. I'm the development director there. Okay. And I'm also local to the area, and that's why Ashley reached out to me, because she knew that I was, I'm from Farley, which is about five minutes away from here. Yeah. We are Manchester kids, so oh, we're yes. a little bit familiar with that. Yeah. So you went to the University of Iowa? I do go there right now, yeah. Okay. And what are you studying? Human physiology. Awesome. And what is your draw to the dance marathon? Why did you choose to be uh, participate in that? I think that cancer affects everybody in some way and it's just crazy that these kids are diagnosed with cancer and everyone only or our government only gives them four percent of funding and that was my big push is just like four percent is ridiculous hmm. for our kids like kids have this whole their whole lives to live but we're spending so much money on just like adult cancer and cancer that has been researched for so many years and they're just not giving more to the kids so if we can raise more to kind of try oh, and yeah. offset that I mean who doesn't want to try and help yeah I love that passionate attitude yeah the disparity of the amount of money for cancer research is something that is skewed. Kids get less of the pot of money from the government. And uh, you would like to see something done about that. I'm on the same page. Yes, I think everyone would. And I, I don't think a lot of people know that. Right. You, don't, you wouldn't assume that only 4% would go to childhood cancer. And it should not be like Hell this. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why we're here spreading awareness. Yes. Well, thank you for taking the time to chat. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah. 
If you will do me the honor of introducing yourself, please. Um, I'm Natalie Paulson. Nice to meet you, Natalie. What brings you to this amazing event today? Um, supporting childhood cancer and all the amazing doctors. How did you hear about this event? From Dr. Dickens. Very good. And he's the one that roped you into coming here and supporting? Yes. How does childhood cancer specifically affect you? It makes me realize how precious life actually is and being impacted it, impacted by it makes me realize that we need to never take anything for granted. Very good. How has childhood cancer specifically impacted you? That's a tough one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you taking the time to come and chat, and thank you for coming to this awesome event. Okay, thank That's you. That's it. If you will, sir, do me the favor of introducing yourself. My name is Dr. David Dickens. And Dr. Dickens, what brings you to this event? So I am the current interim director of the Pediatric Cancer Program at the University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital. Okay. Now, we, ha we got a chance to talk, so thank you for your time, first off. But you had explained to me the funding procedure of childhood cancer. Explain that to the listeners and the disparity that is that. Yeah, pediatric cancer has often been left as an afterthought to cancer research because there's relatively fewer patients in this age group that are diagnosed with cancer. Um, the hard part is that the uh, number of life years saved when we're treating a pediatric cancer patient and the impact of pediatric cancer can be lifelong. And for us to do better than we're currently doing, uh, more cancer funding needs to happen so that we can find new drugs and better drugs that lead to more cures and less side effects. Absolutely. What are we doing to help that happen? Um, there's a lot of efforts going on at a national level to change some laws that are going to permit more pediatric cancer research. So okay. part of it is just reorganizing the national agenda to be more inclusive of kids. And the University of Iowa and State Family Children's Hospital specifically has a mission to serve uh, Iowans, uh, Iowan families and all the community that it serves, which is pretty much every county. And there's several local organizations that are helping us do our work, some of which is not funded by any mechanism. There's a service that we provide, and sometimes that service is dependent upon human resources and people spending time with families and patients. And in order to do that, we are very reliant on the community support. Yeah, and that's why we're here today, supporting events like this, right? Thanks for getting the word out, Hell and yeah. thanks for being here. Yeah, I appreciate you being here as well. Um, as someone, my military days, I know that leadership starts at the top, and it means a lot to have uh, doctors in the field here. Uh, you know, I have heard some families, it's awesome to be here and to be able to see our doctors and to see their face and play catch with them and just be a kid. So this, thank you. This kind of event is a bucket filler for us. Hell we yeah. go to work and we see some very challenging things and it's nice to remind yourself that those situations can be temporary and you're there for a purpose. And the purpose is to return these kids to a normal life. And there's nothing like sharing that experience with people to keep you motivated to get back um, and do the hard work Hell yeah. on Monday. When things get tough. Yep. Thank you for your time, sir. I appreciate it, Doc. Thank you. Have a good day.
Hello, this is someone who I got to speak with on the episodes of The World with Nate. This is Dallas Jacobus, the country rising country music superstar. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking the time to be here, Dallas. Welcome. Yeah, dude, excited to be here. Uh, when I walked up and I saw you here, I was like, no way he's here. <laughs> it's a small world and yeah. we're making it smaller, right? There was, there was a while where, where we couldn't get rid of each other because everywhere we showed up. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's yeah, nice that, to get back uh, on track. Yeah, that event, the yeah. uh, Warrior Rising event. We yeah, that, that turned out to be something really cool for me. I ended up uh, traveling with them all summer, all around Very the country, cool. so that was fun. And singing the national anthem for them? Uh, I just did that once, but then the rest of the events, I, was, I played uh, like you know two-hour shows very cool and sets and, and help them uh with their auction i ran uh sound for them okay uh, was an audio engineer let them use the Dang. speakers and stuff so hell yeah it was uh it was, it was a good experience so for people out. who may not be know, aware warrior rising is a veteran veteran entrepreneurial um they help veterans with their businesses and dallas graciously donated some time and i ran into him at one of these events a while ago now and, yeah, about uh, a year. Hell yeah, yeah. We're coming up on it. <laughs> Both coming up on about it. eight months. Yeah. So what brings you here today? We're doing a childhood cancer thing. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm uh, I'm singing today, so uh, I'm excited to do that. You know, um, you know, got a, got a message asking if I'd be able to come out and sing, and uh, you know, I just told him I was like, you know, give me a date and, and I'll figure it Absolutely. out. So, so we're here, and you know, happy to be here. Hell yeah, your uh, plight to this sort of thing runs deep. You're in Iowa, uh, University of Iowa. You went to the University of Iowa. Your mother works there, correct? Uh, she did work there. She's okay. traveling there. She worked there for about 20 years. So Yeah, so it um, runs deep, the yeah. University of Iowa. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, obviously playing ball at Iowa, I got to, to go to the hospital quite a bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, talk with, with uh, patients and families and, uh, you know, just hearing stories and, um, you know, meeting new people. It's been It's been a been something that's really touched me like the, with the hospital and, and the wave starting my second year so it was a uh, it's been it's been a big part of my life for sure hell yeah well thank you for taking your time to sit down and chat with me dallas i always love chatting with you dude. <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> and i can't wait to hear the songs man yes sir yes hell sir yeah. thank you dallas yeah if you will sir do me a favor and introduce yourself my name is keith ray and i am actually the uh Head of the Ghost Players, the guys that are out here in the uniforms. Okay. Um, been with the Field of Dreams since it started in 1989. Hell yeah. And uh, every aspect of uh, from organizing the team, and we toured all over the world uh, with the United States military and Major League Baseball and ran the field for 14 years. And pretty much every event that's been here, either small or large, I've been a part of, all the way up to the Major League Baseball games that just took place here in okay. 21 and 22. So when you say take care of the field, what kind, what kind of things are we doing out here? Well, there's all kinds of different things. Yeah. That, uh, you know, I don't run the field now. I used to for, for 14 years. But, um, yeah, I mean, from it's a major tourism destination. Uh, ever since it was released in April of 1989 when James Earl Jones said, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> People have. Yeah, and hell yeah. First couple came from New York, drove down the driveway, and ever since then, uh, you know, what started off as this kind of a trickle is a full-fledged flood of people from all over the world that come out uh, to play catch just like we see behind yeah. us and run the bases, try to hit the ball into the corn. Or I haven't to, seen it yet today. <laughs> no, it's, you will sometimes, but, you know, it's, uh, and then try just to get lost in the cornfield. Yeah. But there's been a lot of uh, amazing events that have taken place out here through the years. Uh, people from, like I said, from all over the world. Uh, we've been able to host uh, um, through all the different events. We had just Hall of Fame 
yeah. baseball players, 48 Hall wow. of Fame baseball players. Actually, probably more than that. I didn't count the guys that were here for the uh, Cubs-Reds game. We had some uh, a couple new ones there. But, yeah, so over 50 Hall of Fame players. That's just Hall of Famers. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's in a couple hundreds with all the other players, NFL greats, Hollywood celebrities and that. Coming so, to check it out. Yeah, you know, we do celebrity games here, charity games. Uh, we have ever since 1991 was the first one, and uh, they still continue. And for proceeds for all different types of charities. So yeah. it's an amazing spot. Very good. What does the future look like? They, they put a lot of money into development of this. What is the future supposed to look like? Yeah, you know, they, they, that's in process. You know, okay. um, there's going to be a youth, uh, youth component over the ridge, uh, which will be for uh, youth baseball and softball. Um, that's going to bring in, you know, that'll bring in teams uh, anywhere from 10 years old up to 16 years old. We'll have the opportunity to come here and play. And then with the Major League Baseball, as you can see right over here with the lights, we're in the process of getting uh, the funds together to build a permanent stadium there. So Major League Baseball will come back. Yeah. And also then we can host all kinds of other events there throughout the year. So, yeah, let's just continue to build on what uh, what the site is and not take it away from this. I mean, nostalgia. This is, exactly. Yeah, it but, is something. You yeah, can feel it. Exactly. This is the... Uh, this is what the Field of Dreams is about is right here. Uh, this little diamond, you know, surrounded by corn and the, the large white frame house. And uh, that's not going to change. Oh, you know, yeah. That's always going to be the, the centerpiece of what this place is. I love it. Now, one last thing before you go. The ghost players. Yeah. Where do they come from? They're Who from all over. Guys? Honestly, yeah. you know, a lot of the guys were in the movie Field of Dreams. They were selected because of their baseball ability. And uh, so the team now majority of the guys live in Iowa, Wisconsin, and Illinois. Okay. And we've got our active roster of about 30 guys. And what when it works for them, like an event like today, you know, they volunteer their time Hell and come yeah. and uh, and just, you know, participate and interact with the people from that are here from everywhere. Yeah. We, in just the short time that we've been here today, New York, Chicago, oh, yeah. Louisiana, some yep. firefighters on, a, on motorcycles came through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. super cool. It's amazing. I mean, it really is. And, you know, I, I've been blessed to have an opportunity to be a part of this for a long time and get to meet people from all over the world and just you know people that come here for the most part are just tremendous and uh, it's been a real thrill. Hell yeah. Thank you for your time sir. You bet. Thank have you. Have a good day. You bet. Hello if you will do me a favor will you please introduce yourself? I'm Brianna Pierce and I started what is called Project Evie. Okay will you explain Project Evie to me? Uh, Project Evie started I believe last February okay. and we what Project Evie does is we make bows on um, nylon headbands for cancer patients. Okay and what makes that unique on a night why is it on a nylon headband for cancer patients? So the nylon headband allows um, cancer patients to have uh, like a headband okay. and it doesn't like irritate their skin or anything. Because that's since, an issue that they have. Yep. Okay, and now how do you have such a close, intimate relationship with cancer? So I have a couple of relatives that have had cancer. Okay. And a lot of them are on my mom's side. Okay. And Ashley Hall is actually one of my mom's friends. Awesome. So she helped me get in contact with um, Evie's family. And then I found out about her story. And you've been making these bows ever since? Yep. Very cool. And I will share pictures of your work if that's okay. Yep. Very good. Now, what are you doing when you raise the funds with this money for the bows? So, um, 
This project, I had all of the fabric and headbands donated by family and friends. Okay. And then I did the downtown market a couple of months ago, right. and I got I raised money for two hotel rooms. Very cool. And uh, um, all the bu- all the money and all the bows that I made from that in everything before will go to Iowa City to the Children's Hospital. Very cool. How old are you? I am 13. Hell yeah. Keep making a difference. I love that. Thank you for taking time to chat. Thank you. Hell yeah. If you will, please, will you introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Kelly Killerholz. And what brings you to this event today? Um, I am here representing the Jesse Reese Foundation, okay. uh, or Team NIGU, okay. which stands for Never Ever Give Up. Okay, and explain, give me your background, what's the mission? Okay, uh, the foundation was founded by a, a young girl named Jesse Reese, okay. who at the age of 11, in 2011, uh, was diagnosed with a form of brain cancer called okay. DIPG. All right. And during her fight, she was able to be outpatient for her treatment in Southern California. Okay. And one day when she was leaving the hospital with her parents, she asked them, what about all these other kids who I see staying here? Still at the hospital. Yes. Yeah. And they explained to Jesse that some of the kids have to stay in the hospital for weeks or months or maybe even longer. And so Jesse's next question to them was, how can we help them? Awesome. And so in the midst of her fight, she decided that she wanted to start encouraging and supporting other kids who were in the same kind of fight as she was. Same boat. Yeah. And so Jesse's middle name is Joy. Okay. And so together, she and her family sat down and said, okay, what can we do? And they developed something called Joy Jars. And they are little 64-ounce plastic jars filled with anything kids would love. Awesome. Anything from the age of 0 to 18. They're all... Um, age-specific jars. Age-specific, yep. Very cool. Exactly. And um, they get sent to children's hospitals all across the country. In fact, when Jessie was fighting, um, she had stuffed and personally delivered 3,000 joy jars in wow. her area. Wow. Um, Jessie moved to heaven about 10 months into her fight. And her uh, wish to her family and friends was that they would just continue to encourage every kid fighting cancer to never, ever give up. Hell yeah. And so her motto is NIGU, N-E-G-U, which means never, ever give up. And so we just continue to do exactly what she's asked us to do. We now send joy jars to um, children's hospitals and children's homes in all 50 states in the United States. Very we cool. are in all 175 Ronald McDonald houses across the country, and we are in 50 countries across the world. Oh yeah. Yeah, so wow. it's just it's just amazing what one little girl can one do. One little girl with yeah, a mission. With her joy, yeah, and her just spreading her joy. And so we, um, my family is actually local here, but we come um, out to California and we help spread joy and stuff joy jars. And, and then we deliver those to the Stead Family Children's Hospital for all the kids there. So yeah, we're here today because it just means a lot to us because we've been part of this community now for 10 years. Okay. And it's just been really special. And you so. can't beat the field of dreams. Oh my gosh, no, it's beautiful. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, hell it's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. This has been an incredible day yes. and just so incredible to, to see be able the kids to. Oh and my how gosh. happy, you know, some of these kids yep. last year. Yep. I spoke with one little girl last year, she was in the hospital bed. Yep. And today she's throwing the ball with the doctor that saved her life. Isn't that amazing? So awesome. I know. And it's just so inspiring because you look at these kids and you think, Wow, what they and their yeah. families go through, um, and if we can be a little part of encouraging them and supporting them through their fight, absolutely, what an opportunity! So, absolutely. yep, that's Thank why we're here. Thank you for taking yeah. the time to chat. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Thanks for the opportunity. Bye bye.
Special thanks to my friend Katie Hine at Mattress by Appointment Cedar Falls for her sponsorship of Season 2 of The World with Nate. 